Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm Failure, Billy Andrew. And I'm on tour, Sam Morris. And this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, producer Sam is full of fetishes. Billy's got something American in his mouth. And we catch up with Danny on tour in Birmingham. Woo! Hello and welcome to the Gossip Gaze podcast with me, TJ Billy Andrew. And me, Sam Morris. And this is a little, a bit of a mashup, we're going to call it. This a, is a mashup episode. A Gossip Gaze crossover. With, with ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Inception, this episode. So. It really is, actually. It's going to be a podcast in the podcast. It's a, yeah, it's, oh God, we are giving you so much bloody <laughs> content here. We're so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Sam's still with us, um, but we're going to have a little catch-up section where I'm with Danny in Birmingham. And um, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a listen to that right now, and then you're going to come back to me and Sam in the studio. We are like, what is it, this morning, and we're going to Alison Hammond in Birmingham. (laughs) Danny being Alison. (laughs) Danny is... The drag Alison happened. Like, <laughs> I feel that. Like just same energy. Don't ask me to explain it. Same energy. Except Danny has etiquette in a theatre, whereas Alison Hammond doesn't. She likes to sing along. Was it her? Well, she didn't get kicked oh. out, but she was like, oh, I love to sing Defying Gravity. But then she released an apology uh, being like, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Over to you. Yeah, over to me in Birmingham with Danny. Oh, here we are. I'm in... It's actually sunny Birmingham. It's fucking roasting Birmingham. <laughs> we're in the Symphony Hall. Yes. Um, we're, I have a private dressing room today. That's because you're here and you're on it. Yes, thank you very much. You know what? Everybody has been fucking lovely. I'm backstage. I'm AAA official. Access you're, All Areas. Hello. <laughs> and when I, we say... Can we just say, when we say Access All Areas, we were supposed to start recording this about an hour ago, but Billy wanted to see catering. I Everyone on this show is so lovely. Ross events have been great. Fab. The big American tour company. And it's a proper bloody tour, darling. We've got tour buses. You've got tour buses. I saw them outside. You've got a full set piece that gets erected and directed mm. every day, doesn't mm-hmm. it? I get erect every day, <laughs> darling. <laughs> darling, I get erect every day, darling. <laughs> people won't know that reference, but it's The funny. people who know it, know it. Right, fab. How are you finding the tour so far? Because... I've seen online you nearly fell at one show, didn't you? Baby, it's over been tip. ups and downs. 
Yes. But that's life on road. It is. It Honestly, is. I feel like I've, I feel like I'm sat here like fucking Liza. Eliza. Daylight come and me on go home. Are you yes. having fun? So much Seem fun. Seem like you're having fun. So much fun. Yeah. And like I say, we're only we're not even halfway through. The tour crew are all amazing. From mm-hmm. this, you know, everyone, just everyone. Sound are amazing. Like every day we're tweaking it. And I just think it's one of I'm gonna say it, I think it's the best drag race tour. Because everyone's so different and talented. People are bringing different things to it. It's a true variety show. It's I a mean, variety show. Great, yeah. great way of putting it. And it means it's just entertaining from start to finish. Not that the others weren't. I love all the other Drag Race girls. This isn't me shading them because I have to be very careful what I say. Oh, yeah, because you know what people are like. The Kitty Winkies online <laughs> will take this and make it into something it's not. Yeah. But I'm saying a spade's a spade and this is the best fucking Drag Race show. I've seen a little glimpse of your screens that you've got as well, which... Honey. They look high quality. They Honey are. Do. You look fab on those screens, can I, I say? I am fab. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I am living my best life. I am, it's so fun. And you know what? It's bittersweet because... We've all done Drag Race over a year ago, mm-hmm. filmed it um, six months between, then it comes out, we all experience it together. And this is kind of our, I, realistically, the 12 of us aren't ever going to work together again. No. So to be able to do it on this level with this many people in these amazing, gorgeous venues, like we're, we're doing the Royal Albert Hall, girl. Yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? Do you know it? what I mean? We're doing yeah. theatres that I've gone and watched so many amazing shows in. Arenas I, as well? You're doing Leeds Arena? I just feel feel so lucky yeah i mean it is fun i mean this is something that i think you've always wanted to do you've always wanted to do a big tour like this and to do it with friends that you've met on a tv show that are friends for life some of them i guess do you know what i mean it's gonna be amazing 100 and you know i've just obviously as we all know come from australia with the top four tour and we're all so close and, and even the crew here have said like we've never done a drag race tour where everybody gets on like Oh, that's like good. they know they can mix anyone in anyone's dressing room and everybody gets on. Whereas maybe on other seasons they will have been like, "Do not put me with such and such." Right? Wow. <laughs> she got a big ego. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's not shade the other girls. We're not shading yeah. no girls, but as long as you're having fun, the that's most fun, thing. the yeah. most fun. And I bought a scooter in, in Brighton. I've seen. <laughs> I've been you, scooting about. So you've finally gone viral on TikTok, I saw. Yeah, thank God. For the first time. I've still I've only got 17,000 followers. Mm. I'm the least followed drag race winner in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't With use TikTok. With the biggest ego. Yeah, but you don't use TikTok that much. You've started to get into it a bit more now. It's dead hard. I'm I know. Too old. Do you know what? We had more followers on the Gossip Days TikTok than you had up until that recent post. Oh, really? Yeah, we had more on our Gossip Days TikTok because we regularly post, but we don't. We don't. Audio always <laughs> the do. Team posts, the team posts for us. But yeah, so um, well, congratulations on your first viral TikTok. Thank you so much. <laughs> should we should we knock on next door and see if Dakota or Starla are in? Go on. Let me look. just just do this one sec. On, carry it. <laughs> Here we go. Fucking hell. James, Dakota's in. Fab. Hello, Dakota's hello. here. <laughs> hello, angels. How are we? How are we feeling? How are we feeling? <laughs> Dakota, how are you loving the tour? I am having the time of my life. I don't get to do this kind of stuff very often. I know it's very much run of the mill for Miss <laughs> uh, Danny Beard, but I am having the time of my life, if not just a little bit exhausted. A little bit exhausted. We're knackered, aren't we? Let's just let's cool, let's say it how it is. We're tired. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of choreo that Danny doesn't do. Um, <laughs> uh, so you can speak to the other eleven girls who actually learnt the eight counts. But you know we are 
you know, we're being, we're being, we're working for this, but it's actually really fun and rewarding, especially when you get the choreo right, but Danny wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't know about that, but what I would know about is being a star, Dakota. So I want to know, <laughs> I'm joking. I want to know in your opinion, your top three favorite moments in the show. Well, I'm going to have to say uh, the, well, the opening and the closing, the little lip sync bits are always really, really fun. And so, and the opening bit at the very end when we all come on at the end to, it's so fun. And when you get the choreo right to that, it feels so (laughs) rewarding. I agree. When I get my choreo right. Danny Danny just stands at the end and does a pose. I was going to say, you probably just point. There's a proper eight count in there that makes me feel like I've been training dancing since I was 10. You feel like a West End star. uh, Very that. Um, (laughs) Not musicals, but I do feel like a West End star. Um, and I guess obviously the the lighting at the end of my number, whatever that someone pay the lighting guy and tip him at the end of this tour because um, yeah. I get a very special little lighting moment. It looks very magical. And then I guess having to do the lip syncs at the end is my top three as well. And also, really, I think Starlet. I just say how good Starlet been. Oh. Right, Starla is a performer with a capital P now. You're not ready. She has done such a 180. I'm so proud of her. And just watching her like skip into the dressing room. Um, We've been showing her dressing room all tour. Watching her skip into the dressing room and do a little chipmunk voice after she's finished her number with just pride. I just feel like the proudest sister ever. She is so, so incredible. And it's genuinely, I think, the biggest transformation since the show. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, other than that, what's the worst moment been of the show so far? <laughs> um, uh, I think every time I get on the tour bus and I'm the only one that can't stand up in it because I'm too tall for it, I'm probably going to get a concussion by the end of the tour. <laughs> how many times I hit my head on that bloody tour bus. I wish we had a height warning for the tour bus because I would have uh, crawled in at that rate. Yeah. I've smacked my head so many times already. On this tour bus, do you all have to sleep like up above each other? Yes. Does anybody snore? Oh, is anybody like the worst sleeper in the world? Uh, me and Starla are both. It's actually quite funny. They divided us into sort of a quiet and a loud cabin. Well, I bet Danny's um, in I'm a loud not cabin. Sharing with Danny. Um, <laughs> I bet. Uh, if, that, if that gives you any hints of what cabin I'm in. But Starla and I are weirdly still when we sleep. We do not make any noise. We're very, we're very like uh, you're very still. Like sleep. Because Starlet has the loudest alarm in living history. We talked about it on Twitter once. She literally, and I forgot to wake her up the day and she got very angry. <laughs> Came in being like, why didn't you wake me up? And I was like, I'm so sorry, Starlet. I didn't know I needed to wake you up. She's like throwing pink feathers everywhere. It was so camp. Um, but yeah, no, uh, we do. We, we got reminded the other day after we had a tour bus ride that we need to face the direction the bus is going. Otherwise, if it crashes, uh, we will break our necks. Wow. Um, but we got told that uh, conveniently after we got off the tour bus for the one night one so <laughs> it's nice to know that if anyone's chose to sleep in the direction the opposite direction that the driver was that we might have had some snap next to deal with wow. um, in the show but I'm sure that'll be well I have actually only just found that out <laughs> right okay so wasn't listening somebody wants yeah. to snap my neck I was gonna say somebody wants to kill you <laughs> Uh, to go to Schiffer, she's a star, she's an icon, she's the moment, and she's also was in the next dressing room to me, which is why you're hearing her gorgeous voice today. Yes. Dakota, we love you, baby. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Dakota's going back now to her 60 muscle men in her dressing room. That's what's on her ride. <laughs> go and put your mascara on, girl, and your fucking lip salve. Oh, fab. Um, so who are you getting on the best with, would you say, so far? Who's like, who's like your busy mate on here? Do you know what? It's, I, I can't just say one person. You can't. Chambers, Pixie, mm-hmm. Cheddar, everyone, course, Pepper, Dakota, Starlet. Yeah. Everyone's your mate. Everyone. May. Yeah. I, me and May have such a laugh. She's got such a great 
sense of fucking humour. Oh, fab. Well, um, do you know what? I'm really glad you're having the best time. Lovely to chat to Dakota then. So this week on the Gossip Days podcast, we have got a little competition for you all. You can win. Well, two people are going to win two tickets. to. So that's four. Four tickets. Well, that was quick maths. <laughs> quick maths. <laughs> We're giving away four tickets to Totally Try to All Up Towers. I will be there. Danny was there last year. You couldn't go this year because she's still on that season four tour. But... How did you find Totally Drag at Alton Towers last year? It's so yeah. fun. You get to ride rides, see yeah. drag. Mm-hmm. It's in the hotel. Right, fab. I thought it was in the park initially. So okay. it's in the hotel. Yeah. But actually it's nicer. Yeah. Because it means you can do the rides in the day and then you're not having to walk back to the hotel after watching a gig. Got, go yeah. back to your hotel, freshen up, go see the gig. Yeah. Do your meet and greets, which you're part of. I'm part of the meet and greets, baby. So, yeah, so we are giving two tickets away. It's on the 6th of May, which is a Saturday night. So what better way to spend your Saturday night? So to enter this gorgeous competition to win those tickets for you and a mate, head over to our latest Instagram post. You need to comment a roller coaster emoji on there, and we'll be picking the winner Monday, the 24th of April, 2023. And that's to win two tickets for two people on the 6th of May to totally try to on Towers. Terms Gorgeous. and conditions apply. I don't know what the terms and conditions are. Terms and conditions are we want your nudes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't. No but nudes, please. No nudes. Just roller coaster emojis on our recent post on Instagram at Gossip yeah. Days Pod. And I'm going to pick one, and you're going to pick one. Exactly. You've got until Monday, bitches. Perfect. Get it done and don't fuck it up. I think that's it for this little 10 minute little catch up. We're going to head back to now, me and Sam. Back in the studio. Well, she better not be getting too comfy in my fucking seat. Well, All right, Sam? not. Yes, right. Back to you in the studio. The Gossip Case. Oh, that was great. What a good chat. That was insightful. It it's was... changed my life. And do you know what? We got some really good gossip there, didn't we? I'm going to leave this podcast a five-star review. Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to get in touch on WhatsApp to tell everyone how much I loved it. Yes, me too. <laughs> um, but if you want to get in contact with us, you can share a dilemma, funny story or anything else, camp crazy or cuckoo, you can do that by emailing us letters at gossipdayspod.com. Where can the DM us, Sam? So you can DM us on Insta at gossipgayspod and... Yeah. I don't know if you've heard this. Oh my God, we've got a WhatsApp. There's guys. a WhatsApp. Wow, shocker. It's this like new new app we're trying out. You can send texts, voice notes. Come on, the voice notes are good. Yeah, the voice notes I have taken this show notes. up, I think. Uh, if you wish to remain anonymous, just mm-hmm. do it. Just say, because we can even disguise your voice. We just whack a little filter on audition. Yeah. You sound like Darth Vader. Perfect. You sound like Darth Vader sucking cock. <laughs> That's great. So you can find that number in the episode's description or if you actually go over to our... Instagram and press contact us. Our number's there as well. Uh, I tried that the other day. That was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. No point me contacting. <laughs> you are but... a fucking jimp. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> now it's time for snack of the week. Um, this is the part of the show where we try snacks and recommend them. Or sometimes don't because sometimes the shit. But this week, I've se- I don't know where this has come from. Sam, have you provided this? Can um, I ask? I actually think Danny provided this. So, now we're just eating Danny's stash. <laughs> so, just so you know, listener, Danny does have a stash of snacks at Audio Always <laughs> and says every week to Lucas, make sure nobody eats them. Every wow. single week without fail, make sure nobody eats them. So this is Little Drurk, D-U-R-K, how would you say that? Little Drurk. 
Little Dirk. Little Dirk. I don't Little know, Dirk. I don't know who that is. I think that's the guy in the front, Billy. Um, and this says buttermilk ranch, and they feel like crisps. It says when uh, when you fall back, you have to know your worth and keep a strong mind in order to have a major comeback. Well, this is a this is a lot for um, this is, this the, is a lot for a crisp. This is on the back of a packet of crisps. Has oh, it got motivational speaking on the back? Yeah, it says remember who you are, and family are everything. Only to family involved. Well, this, I feel inspired. Uh, <laughs> I've got to open the crisps. I'm feeling um, hungry. The philosophy's not doing it for me. They are buttermilk ranch flavour. And for those, um, we don't have ranch in this country enough, I not don't think. Not really, no. In America, they have ranch at McDonald's, ranch dip. They love oh, really? ranch. They are obsessed with ranch. This is like a sour cream, though, isn't it? I don't know. I'm going to taste it. It's though. not that far off. Wow, they are nice. Well, that was a quick review. Wow. Right, let's give this a go. Come on, little oh, Dirk, what know. you got for me? I don't really that nice anymore now. Um, yeah. They like sour cream flavour, It's like a sour cream crisp. Um, I mean, I want to know more about little Dirk. Who's he? Why has he, like, plastered himself all over the bag? If I had a back, if I had a packet of crisps, they'd be called, I'd have my name on there and I'd have my face on it as well. I'll take a bite of Billy Andrew. Absolutely. I'm going to go to that with Jonathan. These are... What What do you think? I'm going to, I'm so going to like, try it down. I like Cruffled. Cruffled? No, what's the word? Ruffled. They're mm. Ruffled crisps. Like Seabrooks. Oh, they should just call Ruffled crisps Cruffles. That's mm. a great word. <laughs> Love that. Sam's Cruffles. Sam's Cruffles. Um, it's fine. You know what? I think it's just a bit base. It's all right. Nah. I'm I'm not um I'm not massively vibing. This snack of the week's going downhill. I'm telling you now. We need. Is it we... me? Is it <laughs> is, is it me? Am I too snobby about these snacks? You. We had that shit fucking hot cross bun thing last week. Now we've got shit ranch crisps. Uh, bring back Danny, I say, because she knows the snacks. She knows. She, I, I think Danny's fuck? heart is in the snack of the week more than mine. One fat girl to another. We we want to snack of the week's back. Hey, I used to be fat girl. Yeah, until you decided to go to the gym and get a protein shake and a degree in fucking physical exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I still eat a lot of food. You do, actually. A lot of food. And for those that don't know, Sam is good at a charcuterie board. Oh, I love my charcuterie boards. He knows how to fold that meat good and proper. It's really hard for me to fight the Tory claims where I do have a charcuterie Instagram account. That's where it hits hardest. (laughs) But when everyone was doing, like... Uh, oh, I'm going to learn a language in lockdown. I was learning how to fold pepperoni into a rose, which is a great party <laughs> trick. I've had some great things in my uh, charcuterie boards. Do you know what? They are very pretty. Yeah. Fantastic. You should come to charcuterie night sometime. Thank you. I will. You big on meat and cheese? Uh, are you joking? <laughs> are you joking? My two favourite things combined, meat and cheese. I fucking love it. Melted cheese on meat is my favourite. A bit of speciality of mine, a baked brie <gasps> with hot honey. Ooh. It's like spicy, sweet honey. And then you just get like this sourdough bread, dip it in. Yeah. Oh, that goes down well. Can I just say, this? I've not done it in the studio, but this week I tried a new fajita kit from Tesco Express. This is so, <laughs> so boring. I have to tell you, right? It's not an old Paso one. It's like a new brand I've never seen. And it was a hot honey and chili flavour. The nicest fajita kit that you can buy ever I've, I've ever tried i would highly recommend get to your little tesco express they might do it in the big tesco i don't know yeah what hot take i think fajita kits are a scam so do i absolute scam i think the shit but that is a really good one because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i do my own fajita spice mix at home let's get all the spices whack it in mix it up whenever you want slap it in that is a very tory thing 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. make him overheat the spice. <laughs> Boris Johnson used to do that. Hey, it's probably cheap. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's move on from the stack of the week. Um, oh. And we'll be back in a moment with a listener's letter. So, yeah, stay tuned in. The Gossip Case. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Gossip Gaze. So welcome back. This is where we try to answer your dilemmas and give you advice for anything you send us. But first... Are you a loyal listener of the Gossip Days? Do you set an alarm on Mondays and Thursdays ready for us to release? Yes, I do. Do you laugh out loud whilst on the train or driving to work? Well, why not tell your besties, your fellow queens, your allies all about the Gossip Days? Spread the love by spreading the podcast. (laughs) That's the first time you've used the word spread and it's not been sexual. (laughs) Share this episode on WhatsApp now. We'll give you a few moments. Just You can do that. No, go on, go on, go on, do you, it. You got the time. What are you waiting for? We're not going to carry on until you do it. You can, you can <laughs> do it whilst you listen to the podcast. Your phone should keep going. Unless you're driving, then please pull over safely. Indicate, put your hazards on if you're on the motor. Maybe. I not. mean, we've given you enough time. <laughs> there we go. Thank Service you. station should have come up by now. <laughs> Right, let's crack on with this letter. Now, I'm not going to oh, lie. God. This, I said last week um, on the bonus episode that that was a long letter. Well, this person heard that and said, and hold said, my beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the longest letter in history. It actually is. Um, um, do you, I know you don't want to read this. I definitely don't want to read okay, it. Okay, right. I hate reading shit. Let's, let's just give it a go. There We're we going to jump in. I've got a dilemma and it's a long one. Apologies. Okay. Thank you. It's accepted. (laughs) But I know it will be one you really want to get your teeth into, and I really need some impartial advice on it. Please keep this anonymous. Okay, I'm invested. I've been best friends with two guys for almost a decade, and I actually introduced them to each other, and they became friends too. We were thick as thieves and always did lots of fun things together. Holidays, nights out, the works. And I loved both of them to bit. Loved. Shade. Both of them to bits. In 2018, I started to notice I was hearing less from them both, hearing in passing and seeing on Insta that they were hanging out more together with each other's friends and not inviting me. 
Then in 2019, after hearing or seeing them much, much less, a mutual friend asked if I'd heard what's happened between the two of them on a night out. She could immediately tell from my face that I didn't. Me worrying again that it was something I had done, she eventually told me that they'd got together on a night out, which I was not expecting. I mean, I could kind of see that if they started hanging out yeah. a lot more um, without you. Then the penny dropped. That was probably the reason they'd been doing muscle without me. Oh, there you yeah. go. I might sound like the friend that became a third wheel and ended up bitter, but honestly, that couldn't be farther from the case. A few months later, it was my birthday. Both of them turned up together, spent the entire time chilling together, sunbathing topless away from the party. I'm assuming this is the middle of the day. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> Look, this is an outside cruise. Moonlight party. <laughs> Tried to get a tan. And barely speaking to me or other friends, which just made things weirder. I decided to talk to both of them in person together and explain my side of things. Again, explaining that I didn't care if anything had happened, but just wondering why I was cut off for seemingly no reason. Both continued to deny, and friend A, who initially pointed blame to the other, retracted his comments, which added more confusion. Friend B was very blunt and basically told me to mind my own business. Wow. Then suddenly friend B passed away from sudden illness, <gasps> and I was one of the first friends his family called. It was awful for all his family and friends. I hadn't spoken to him much since the big discussion. That's really hard. I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Friend A went to pieces for months, major depression and needed counselling. He went from barely talking to me to suddenly leaning on me very heavily, needed emotional late night calls and asked me how he was going to cope without friend B. I of course was there for him and said the right things, but I secretly wondered why did he come to me after everything that happened. Hmm. Wasn't there another friend he could talk to about this, not someone he'd cut off? In mid 2021 i was living with randomers that were housemates from hell and friend a asked if i want to move into a spare room looking back now i shouldn't have but honestly i didn't have many options and generally thought things were better between us not long after i moved in it became obvious that he still had issues with me losing his temper and snapping over the smallest things being rude to my friends when i had them over his friends and family, who I'd met loads of times, also changed. Previously getting on really well, they were now avoiding eye contact and engaging as little as they could with me. That feeling when someone looks at you and you just know they've been told something bad about you. I eventually met someone special at the end of 2021 and it was obvious that friend A was not interested in getting to know him in the slightest, totally ignoring him. After eight months, I moved out and in with my new boyfriend, which was a dream. He's so supportive and understands everything that's happened. I've honestly moved on. I don't think about everything that's happened much anymore, but friend A keeps reaching out and wants to get drinks. I assumed me moving out would be the end of things between us as friends, which is totally fine for me. Clearly he doesn't like me anymore. So what is he doing? Well, I'm really sorry to hear about that. Yeah. And like, um, we didn't know what that letter was going to be going into it. No, so we I'm... didn't. I just saw a lot of text on the page and said, Sam, read it because I'll get tongue-tied. Yeah, yeah, so um, I'm really sorry to hear that that's happened. That is like... Well, that's a, over the space of three, three years. years. Yeah, 2018. Story. And we also say do give a lot of context. So thank you for giving loads of context there yeah. to help us. So what? So I'm just going to confirm what is the. So what on earth would you do if you were in my situation? So I, what I'm taking from this is you're you're battling with friend A's friendship and like I feel like you're confused what it is basically. I friendships change over time like i've got friends that i started out being best friends with when i was maybe five six years ago that i'm not that close with anymore and it's just mm. friendships develop and change and that sometimes happens like i'm still best friends with dan that i knew 10 years ago but i've got friends from 10 years ago that i no longer speak to anymore friendships do change over time and that is just life like i'm sure you're not friends with the people you're 
from high school with. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? I've got friends that like I see them once a year. So when do I. Do, I. Like, you just pick up where you left off. Yeah. Um, and I've also got friends that I thought I'd never see again because I thought we'd fallen out. And you don't. It's fine. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on. and There's a lot to unpack. But I honestly think the baseline that I would suggest is like try not to be too hung up on the history. Yeah. I, I think you might just be hyper-focusing on everything that's happened. And reality is like... Sometimes your friends, and I'm referring to the period of time where they basically like cut you off. Yeah. Sometimes your friends can be a bit of dicks, and yeah. they change. Don't forget, it's like we're talking about the space of three years here. Mm-hmm. I've had some friends um, that have been awful for periods of times. Yeah. Like genuinely quite like mean. But they come back into my life and they apologise and move past it and things like that. Yeah. Um, I think as well, like you, it's sort of insinuating that when you were living together. That feels like that's when it was worst, right? Yeah, and I think I think that's when when you're living with somebody, you see the good, the bad, and the ugly with them. Do you know what I mean? Because you're literally living together. So I think sometimes you've got friends that you're not compatible with to live with. Like I live with one of my closest friends, yeah. and it was the worst period of my life, and it really strained our friendship. Um, and when I moved out, our friendship became so much better yeah. because we're not under each other's feet anymore. I used to. I've lived with like loads of close friends over the years. Yeah. And you know what? At the end of every single stint, I thought, I was like, oh my God, we're not going to hang out again. We are enemies. This is, this is a nightmare. Enemy number one. And you know what? Like, it never works out like that. Yeah. You just, your dynamic when you live with someone is completely different than when you're not living with them. 100%. Because it is every aspect of their life and you don't have space and it can be quite hard. And to be honest, I think it's normal to bitch about your housemate. It's oh, normal for your housemate to be a bit annoying. 100%. So, yeah, maybe he did say something w- about you when you are living together, but I wouldn't take it too personally because... I wouldn't because, you know what, I've bitched about all my housemates. And do you know what? I feel like the only time you're ever really, truly okay with a housemate is when, like, the potentially your partner, because you're not scared to say shit to them. You can, like, put your fucking box up. You can da 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 And you kind of have, the, you have those conversations because you're that close with your partner. But when it's a friend, I feel like you're treading on eggshells. Like, things that piss you off, you just sit and allow it to piss you off and you don't ever say anything or or, or at least I didn't and that's why it feels worse but whereas if it's a partner you can be like I can be like Morgan you're fucking pissing me off you wet towels on the floor you don't clean up you don't do that sort it out and then that's me getting it out and telling them to the face whereas when it's a friend you're so scared to do that tiny things like the toilet or the fridge yeah like the kitchen side, you've eaten my fucking bread. The biggest things in the world. It's crazy, the isn't it? Absolute biggest things. Yeah. Um. I remember like a girl that I used to live with. We would be actually was next because oh, I might forget to put the toilet seat down. She's like, "Well, I'm a girl. I fall in. <laughs> fall in. <laughs> because Fuck exactly. You know. Just just look at the toilet. She doesn't fall. Just look you know, at the toilet. Drama queen. No, because she tried to. Sit- <laughs> <laughs> she should try sit on it when the toilet seat was up, and she'd go straight in. I was like, "What are you on about? I've had to sit on toilet seats that don't have a toilet seat on." <laughs> I've never fallen okay. in. Let's not compare living situations to venues on Canal Street. But <laughs> okay, yeah, true. Same vibe. I get what you're um, saying. I do think as well, right, so here's the thing. I had a friend who passed away last year. Hmm. Um, and that was really tough. It was awful. But I had friends that I basically hadn't spoken to properly in like a year. Yeah. Who all of a sudden became quite close again. And it's because when you have that mutual person pass away yeah it's awful it's traumatic and like you just want to be there for each other yeah and in those moments even if it's way down the line like six months a year like whatever they're probably just looking for a bit of extra support yeah they could be grieving do you know what i mean 100 percent. and um 
so when they're saying that they want to go for drinks, that's them reaching out. I think that is them reaching out, hundred percent. And it could be reaching out because they just do consider you a friend. Like you've yeah. lived together, you've known each other for a long time. They want to catch up. Yeah. Or they could still be grieving. Like it sounds like they were on like a deeper level romantically with this person. Yeah. So that's going to be hard. Yeah. So I wouldn't shut them out because I think they're clearly asking for a bit of support here and mm. you might be one of the few people that he knows that has that mutual connection with yeah. that person. I also think like maybe you're holding on to feelings from the past as well. Yeah. And like being like, I don't want to use the term bitter, but it's like kind of like holding on to the resentment of how they treat you back then. But so much has happened since then. You need to have a bit of different perspective on it. Mm. And just be there for friend A who's potentially reaching out. And I know there's a lot of history there, but life's very short. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Life is too short to be holding on to grudges. And yes, people might have treat you bad. And do you know what? Maybe further down the line, maybe not right now, you can have this conversation with them where you're like, do you know what? That really did upset me in that moment. But we, we've moved past it now. But I, I feel like you want an apology or something just to kind of yeah. stick a lid on that time and then move past. And maybe... Now might not be the right time to have that conversation, or it might be, I don't know. Um, but that's something to think about, and I just don't think... Don't hold on to these feelings from the past. Yeah, like, yeah. Don't forget, this is spanning over, what, three years? Like, you've got history with this person. Mm. I'd say just meet up with them, have drinks, just enjoy that moment. Yeah. Like, down the line, if you start sort of, like, kicking off your friendship again, it's becoming, like, quite deep, it's worth saying, hey, this happened in the past, I couldn't feel great about it. Yeah. But I think for now, the most prominent feeling is they probably just want a bit of support. Defo. And they probably just want to share and they want to reconnect with you at the end of the day. Um, and you never even know. They might even meet you for drinks and be like, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That could even be on the cards. You don't know. Yeah. But I wouldn't push for an apology yet. I just meet them, support them. Because you might also find comfort in that as well. Definitely. Oh, I think that's sound advice. Yeah, I think it's all right. Thank you very much for writing in. Thank you for all that context. I really appreciate it. And if you have got a letter, I think it's nice to have a letter like that to show that we are here for our listeners, no matter what their dilemma query are. Mm. Dilemma? It's dilemma. Sometimes you do just need yeah. to voice it. You do. Do you know what I mean? So hopefully just in voicing it, that's, you know, release a little bit. Be a bit cathartic. Yeah, and getting our impartial advice, which is what you got. Yeah. Perfect. Thank well, you. thank you very much for writing in. <laughs> and if you want to get in contact with us, uh, you can DM us at Gossip Days Pod. You can email us letters at gossipdayspod.com or you can WhatsApp us. And I'm just going to leave this section on this. Like me or lump me. <laughs> I am who I am. We are who we are. Like us or lump us. <laughs> <laughs> right, Sam, to finish off our gorgeous episode of the Gossip Days, you have got a game. Is I do correct? have a game. I've had this. Sam um, loves the game. <laughs> Sam fucking loves the game. I've had this in the back pocket for a while. I've been Go quite on, excited man. for this one. Uh, so this game is What's That Fetish? Like me or lump me? I'm, <laughs> I'm pitching this for Radio 2 Primetime, if you're listening. Okay. Um, right after um, Pointless or whatever. So I've got one 100 fetishes in front of me. Okay. 100. I love a fetish. I want you to pick a number between 1 and 100. Mm -hmm. I'm then going to 
attempt to pronounce that fetish. And Some of I, them are very hard to say. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to ask you, what's that fetish? And you have to tell me what that fetish is based on my probably shitty pronunciation yeah. alone. Okay, cool. We're going to do five. Right. Because it's you versus you. It's Billy versus Billy. Billy versus Billy. Um, we're just. I'm going to count it as a win if you get half right. I'm going yep. to count it as a lose if you get half wrong. Okay, I think I've got a buzzer here as well. Oh, oh I've got a lovely. buzzer there. And I've got a correct. Oh, nice. Anything with a paycheck, honey. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, go on. Pick a number, one to 100. Right, so my lucky number, uh, I don't have one actually. Oh, I do. <laughs> do I have a number? Do I have a lucky number? 11. Oh. <gasps> I would have said that's my lucky number. Wow. I, I, I don't know if it's lucky, but I just like the number 11. Whee, woo, let's 11. <laughs> so, right. Here's number 11. It's... Oh, this is a really hard one to say. Pignophilia. Pignophilia. Pignophilia, I'm going to say. I'm thinking it's... Do you know them people in the queer community who identify as pigs and piggy? They are, like, into, like, sniffing armpits and, like, piggy stuff. Mm. I don't know. In quotations, piggy. I... Well, you're absolutely wrong. I will tell Aww. you that. But <laughs> I was thinking if I could give you a hint because it felt like you were getting close. Yeah. Not quite piggy because obviously okay. that's a different thing. It's choking. That's the name okay. for choking. Um, pignophilic. Now, I'm not actually sure if I said that correctly because it's it's spelled P-N-I-G-ophilia. Might be... F- Ping. I, I, I don't know. Somebody in Dictionary Car to help us out, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wrong. Wrong. Um, that is wrong. Do you know what? Dead quick story. The first time that me and Morgan made love, shall we say, mm. um, I choked him and he loved it. And I can remember I was quite drunk. <laughs> that's when we fell, what, That's when you fell in love, when you it, wrapped it, your hands around his neck. It was consensual choking, but I remember his face turning all red and he loved it. Like, oh, God, there we go. Ooh. Anything with a paycheck. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so You can choke incorrectly, you know. I know. And I was... I, I've I, tried I, explaining this to my friends. You're supposed to... Just at the side. You're not supposed to actually... Oh, right. Yeah. It's Well... Good job I'm not into choking that much. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's go for number 88. Um, oh. Two body positive ladies. Two body positive ladies. I'm yeah. taking these numbers down, by the way, in case we ever come back to this. Uh, 88, scrolling down, scrolling down. Oh, my God. I Okay, I didn't even know this was on the list. Okay. Brontophilia. 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 Do you know what? I hate these, like, why do they have such technical terms? Why? I wish it. I, 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 I wish I had a clue in the name. Is there a clue in the name? Like, Which? Bronto. Oh, f- it, Bronto might mean something I don't think it means. Right. But you're so, absolutely right. Who? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like wanna... some, somebody from an inflatable dinosaur outfit. How? No, that's, that's Barneophilia. Right. Um, <laughs> Brontophilia. On. I'm going to go for um, somebody who's into bronchitis. Somebody who's got bronchitis. <laughs> They're after somebody with that um, viral disease. The throat goat's gone so wrong. You've got bronchitis. And. <laughs> yes. um, you never would have got this. Thunderstorms. Thunderstorms. A fetish for thunderstorms. Wow, that that's like that film twisted. You know where they're like storm chase. Imagine, you, imagine you're there, like you hear a thunder, you're like ooh. That that's so five I mean, five miles away. I am not king shaming, but that is such a bizarre. I'm on. I'm, I'm kink glorifying. If you. Are into uh, thunderstorms? Right, is it right? Yeah. In. I mean, I love a thunderstorm, I'd love to hear about but that. I don't find it sexual. Is it? Is it like the counting? Like. You, you see the lightning, you have to finish before you hear the thunder. <laughs> Maybe. That could be it. <laughs> oh, here comes the thunder. Wow. Um, 
I genuinely, if you're into fun sums, please write in. Tell yeah. me all about. I'm. I would love. We've got a mic. You can come to the studio. We'll chat to you about. And don't yeah. make it up like we want. We want somebody who's genuinely into thunderstorms. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a, a, a fun atmosphere to a thunderstorm. There is. But that's got to be a hard fetish to have because like. They're very oh, rare in this country. Yeah. Unless this is mainly like in America where like people live in Florida and it's like hurricane season, thunderstorms every 10 minutes. Or you're just like setting up your living room to have surround sound and whacking on some ASMR thunderstorms. What, watching Twister. <laughs> <laughs> right. Does Sharknado do it for you? Or is that too far? That's a different fetish. Right. Too wrong, but let's keep going. Oh. <laughs> um, I would look out for um, Kelly's eye number one. Why, why am I doing bingo calls? <laughs> By the way, I do a buff bingo brunch. Do you have them for one to one hundred? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Distichophilia. Distichophilia. I think that is. Distichophilia. Somebody who's into sticky dicks. Uh, <laughs> that felt like it was coming from somewhere. Um, I'm assuming it's from. <laughs> Accidents. accidents. A fetish for accidents. Like just general slips, trips and falls are very harsh <laughs> like accidents. For falling over and accidentally spilling coffee. Do people coffee get off yourself? when the accident book comes out at work? Are people like, I need to Health fucking go safety. to the toilet? Oh no, <laughs> I've got a paper cut. <laughs> Someone fell out of form. This is really very brief. I, I want more information on the accident. Oh, trip me on the stairs, daddy. Maybe it is that. Maybe it's like accidents like that. Like, oh, I banana would, peel on the floor. I could I could understand if it's like, oh, you found me. Like that kind of thing. Oh, like That's very brief. That's very specific. But if it is just like, oh shit, my, maybe you, you, your button on your jeans has come off now. They won't stay up. I'm really, really no, those reaching are two, here. Like, like for me, an accident is like somebody acted like like fell off your bike. Like falling off your bike, yeah. <laughs> fell off your bike. Went oh, <laughs> oh, not this. Stop it. <laughs> oh, I've got a grace. I've got a grace. <laughs> right, next number. <laughs> I'm gonna. Do... So, sorry if you're um, uh, really turned on by accidents <laughs> and I've just absolutely rinsed you. But again, I'd love to. Uh, power to you. Yeah. Pink, glorif- uh, kink glorifying. This is. I oh love yeah, this. we are. By this the is way, a kink showcase. This is not kink shaming in any way. This is just interesting. I'll tell you what, I bet they don't do this at the horse fair though. <laughs> no. <laughs> if I pick horse fair next, the fucking number. Um, I would really go for number twenty. Number My twenty. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have laughed so hard on that. Oh. This okay. There is a hint in this one, Go on slightly, then. and this is also the hardest one to say. I think this is gynotictolobomassoff. Massoff. Let me say that again. Okay. Gynotictolobomassoff. I think right. I nailed that pronunciation. Gyno is like when you go to your gynecologist, and that's for the um, vagina inspecting. Mm-hmm. The, in- <laughs> the vagina <laughs> inspector doctor. <laughs> Um, That's a shit t-shirt somewhere in Florida. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Female body inspector, FBI. <laughs> I hate them t-shirts. The gynotictolobomassoff. Also, sorry, slight tangent. No gay equivalent of that. Female body inspector. I don't think. Let's make mm. that. Whack that on the merch list. No. They <laughs> have the worst t-shirts in the world. Um, oh, you so, do love it if there was so a cock one. Can I say is the clue gyno? I, you know what? I, because um, you're doing so bad at this game so far, I will tell you, it is not gyno. I'm going to say it again. I'll say it again. 
In fact, let me, I'm not going to say gyno, see if that helps. Tictolobomasoph. Ticta. Tictolobomasoph. Lobe? Lobe. Oh, here we go. Is it earlobe fetish? It's an earlobe fetish. Wow. Well, do you know what? When I was younger, I used to be obsessed with earlobes. I don't have a fetish for them, but I used to play with my own and my grandma's. And I didn't you, get you, turned you, you I didn't get turned on. Just, one in each hand. Just, just FYI. <laughs> face to face. Just FYI. I did, and, and, and I always should be able to tuck my ear inside and fold it up like a pretzel. I don't think... Oh, wow. I can't do it. Can you not do that anymore? No, it used to stick and stay for hours. Really? I was obsessed with it. I can't do it anymore. But yeah, I didn't have a fetish for it. But I kind of see the appeal of playing with an earlobe. Now, I yeah. wonder if a pierced earlobe is better or worse for this fetish. I think it would be worse. I think it's a natural earlobe, personally, for, for my earlobe experience. <laughs> like what's, what's, what, what are you doing with the earlobe? You sucking? You stroking? Both caressing. It's just like a, it's just like when you're obsessed with a different oh, part of the body. I'm just my ear for like know, 30 yeah. seconds. That maybe I, maybe I found myself. Right, should we do one more? One more. Let's try at least get two for five. Okay, um, I'm gonna go for my actual age, 28. I oh, know it's not. It's 29. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Um, again, not kink shaming. Uh, <laughs> let me just mentally see how I'm gonna pronounce this. Cacorapophilia. I'm pretty sure that is cacorapophilia. Cacorap. Tell you what, you've picked the hard ones today. Some of these are like quite obvious. Yeah. Um, but this, uh, you've picked the hard ones today. Cool. Cacoraca. Um, sounds like a track name. Please watch the stage. Cacoraca. <laughs> Cacoraca. Um, I'm going to go for somebody who's into kites, just with the Ks. Do you want a second guess? No. <laughs> Actually, you should be getting turned on right now because this is a kink for failure. Oh, wow. Yeah. So for anybody listening to this podcast who has cacaracophilia, um, I've got it all wrong, so you're welcome. Yeah. I'm failing right now and you're turned on. This whole thing has <laughs> actually just been trying to blue balls that one specific person. <laughs> Fab. I think oh. um, I'd, I'd quite like to have that... Um, fetish because i think because you're a constant failure <laughs> i think quality of life must be quite good because either you're succeeding you're just doing well whatever or if you're failing well get do, something out of it do they like themselves to fail or do they like the other person to be a failure mm. now we're going on a tangent here but you know what i think this is weirdly like the easiest one to envision i think because it just feels very like subdom do you know what i mean yeah you get that sometimes in that dynamic people are either just like Oh, you're a bitch and shit like that. And I guess that could be in yeah, a way. You're worthless. You're failure. Yeah, very cock destroyers. You got a D on that spelling test. <laughs> <laughs> a D stands for my dick. Yeah, like when <laughs> when would you discover this fetish? Because if you discovered that at school, would you start flunking? Maybe. I'm flunking. Oh my god, anyway, we're so American. Right? You are so <laughs> You oh are my a god, flunk. I'm a flunk. Um, yeah, I, I promise you, some of those you might have been able to figure out from the names, but you did pick the the, the hardest ones, I think. You know what? It was look of the draw. You got one. It was. I got one. You so got thank one. Thank you very much. Um, and that's the end of this week's show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for staying during that gorgeous game. And if you have one of those fetishes, then hats off to you. Love you. Please get tell us about it. Yeah, we're right not trying in. Shit. I would love to hear more about this. You can remain anonymous. Remain anonymous I, and write in about your. Um, um, fetishes that you have we want to hear it we want to hear it I went dead Yorkshire <laughs> has anyone got Yorkshire fetish <laughs> oh my god number 99 <laughs> Fab, well thank you very much today Sam I've had a ball thank you Danny earlier on in the show sorry you couldn't be here for the full episode but so she's nice a busy bitch on tour yes it was oh, wait, it's crazy did you hear about this what one drag race 
Oh God! Why? She don't, she don't fucking shut up about it. <laughs> Honestly, well, do you know what? Thanks to the, thanks to her winning Drag Race, we can now in this gorgeous studio, and I don't need to edit anymore. So thank you. It's pizza and troughs. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we will see you next time. Same place next week. Brucey bonus on Monday. Main episode next Thursday. Um, love you. Have the, the weather's gorgeous. Get out there. Get your tits out. Have the best time. Get them out. Get them out for the large work. Goodbye. Danny Cool. The Gossip Case. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 